Hi. Hello. And holy shit. My name is Adam. And I'm Melissa. And this is Below Freezing, a podcast in which we talk about films that have a Rotten Tomato score of 32% or less. And loyal fans, I know we uh, we we left you dangling for a while there. You know, we we introed Underworld and then we put it on hold. You know, we we had our our February, we had our month of romance, right? We Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, Valentine's the most Day, romantic movie, so Valentine's romantic. Day, the most um, sensical movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're back. We're back to the Underworld franchise. We're back to Underworld colon Evolution from two thousand and six. You graduated from high school this year. Uh, does this make you feel nostalgic at all? Thinking about this was, this was around when you were graduating from high school. Does no, it make you feel good? I I don't think I actually saw this till college. Ah, uh, so like I didn't know this was a thing. And, in high school. and and I think and I just wonder too. Like you know maybe I was like at a rehearsal or something. I'm like, where was I? Because because I clearly because here's the thing. I I've said this before. I have not seen any of these movies. Has Twilight come out yet? No, I don't think so. Because I feel like Twilight made me go like, I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Yes, you were. So I'm living in Buffy world until uh, Twilight. Okay. And then it made me like. Twilight is Western. So maybe not right away, but like maybe you got like you got into Underworld via Twilight. Yes. Okay. Because I also got into like Vampire Diaries and like oh these other. God. Do you remember? I You're my wife. That. This is a thing. I Just all the vampire You're stuff. You're my wife. You're my wife who loves vampire proud. shit. I, you're okay. Hold on. You're my wife. I'm totally proud of that. But you're also my wife who likes vampire shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this is all the vampire stuff. <laughs> I mean, I do you remember when True Blood was good until it True wasn't? True Blood. Oh my but, god, I forgot about but, that. Do you remember when it then well, it wasn't? It was when they brought fairies in. Who the fuck likes fairies? Remember the fairies? They brought fairies I, in. Trust. I remember the fairies. Fairies. I, no, I, we I don't, don't need Tinkerbells. Well, that I, that's fine. Like, um. Know. So uh, I'm going to continue to blame you for the reason that we're watching these movies and that you're the one who picked them. I um, haven't seen all of them either. Which we're finding out. Woo, yeah. Um, so uh, who made the movie? Who's in it? So uh, Len Wiseman directed it and Danny McBride wrote it. They're both back from the first. So we have them to think for the continuing existence of these films. Uh, Kate Beckinsale returns as Celine. Um Fun fact that we mentioned this last time is that um, Kate Beckinsale and f- her former husband, Michael Sheen, were in that movie together. Their daughter, Lily Moe Sheen, played the young ver- version of Celine that we kept seeing in the flashbacks. Oh, that I didn't is, know that. That is their daughter. Um, Scott Speedman returns as uh, Michael Corbin, this uh, hybrid uh, lichen vampire yep. combo. Um, the new age. We have Bill Nye reprising his role as Victor for a short stint, uh, which... That scene technically takes place in the past in 1202 so AD. He, oh, yeah, that's but he, right. He's, we get uh, Shane Brawley as Craven before he uh, dies. And Thank I got to tell you, we were both pretty thrilled that yeah. he was gone early yeah. in the movie. And then um, the only the the only newbies that I want to shout out specifically um, are Tony Curran, who plays Marcus. He is the original vampire yep. in terms of the... the um, mythology that we're being told in this movie and uh D- derek jacoby uh famed shakespearean, shakespearean actor, actor playing uh lorenz maccaro or also aka alexander, alexander corvinus yes um, I, I didn't know what oh his it's last corvinus name yeah yeah <laughs> um so th- that that's who's in the movie um in terms of uh some accolades 
there are some to talk about here. Um, at the Scream Awards. Ooh, I like the Scream Awards. Kate Beckinsale won Scream Queen. Go, girl. So I hear that, and I don't know what that means, but she won it. Is it like Homecoming Queen? Uh, like most popular? Let's go with that. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, at the MTV Movie Awards, Kate Beckinsale was nominated for Best Hero, but she lost to Christian Bale in his first uh, take as Batman in Batman Begins. So, I, you know, depending on who you are, that might make more sense than somebody else. Um, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards... Uh, uh, so this is funny. Uh, there was this was some of the the uh, categories here are interesting. Uh, so it was nominated for best relationship from hell, which I think just means like just a like supernatural relationship um, between her and uh, and our good friend Michael. Uh, they lost to. Do you remember the Devil's Rejects? Do you remember that <gasps> Rob Zombie movie? Oh my god, yes. So I think I think our lead crazy couple in that won the award. Okay. Um, for oh, it's been a l- I've only seen it that one time. Again. Same here. The only thing I remember about that movie is that it ends with Freebird. Freebird, oh. the the song is playing at the end of the movie for some reason. I'm not quite sure. Uh, is that Tom Petty? <laughs> no, it's not. Freebird, hold on. Freebird. <laughs> That's free falling. Oh, this is it. great. This, oh my god. So Freebird, wait, can, that sounds very I wanna, familiar. I want to pause for a second because. <laughs> We're watching this movie. I, we're gonna get to the accolades. Trust me, we're gonna. <laughs> so we're gonna but like, at multiple points through this movie, did I write the words "I'm so bored"? <laughs> and we'll get into this. But like, this movie was just fucking gobbledygook. Um, so the fact that you were able to bring to Tom Petty <laughs> sing Freebird and mistake Freebird for Free Fallen is exactly what this podcast <laughs> sing needs. Me f- Freebird. Well, I it was on Guitar Hero, wasn't if, it? Yes, it was. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it's okay. like if I leave here tomorrow, oh, yeah. and then Who sings that. It's I see now you're. Oh, I, I'm I, so sorry. No, no, no. It's cool. I I I think it's Leonard Skinnerd, um, but now I got to look it up to make sure that I'm. Oh my God, am I right? Okay. You had a heart attack. I'm real. I was like, God, if I fucked that up, I was going to. Thank God for like, editing when I, Adam I, I, said something bad. I, no, but I, but I didn't though. I got you it did. right. No, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's fine. But I bet I, you're going to keep this all in because I just mistaked, uh, but free bird. But you're a wild fun. card. We need this. I don't know. You tell whatever. me. I cut it out. You want to cut it out? That's whatever. This is all in now. <laughs> um, anyways. No shame. I'm, I'm real. You are real. What you hear. Is the real thing. It is. Just. You are throwing your hands out. Well, this is. We need to film it because I think the audience would understand me a whole lot more if they saw. I, I look. I talk like I'm an Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But that is how I talk. I would so what fit you, in. What are you saying about Italians? They're they're very expressive with their hands. I'm an Italian. I'm married. I know. I, know. Ta- I get it. I'm saying I would fit in. <laughs> I do fit in. Um, so uh, con- <laughs> continuing on with the uh, Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, uh, it was nominated for Bloodiest Beatdown, which it lost to the Hills Have Eyes remake, which, we which have we've seen. seen. Um, it was also up for Best Hero, 
uh, best heroine and best uh, makeup effects. Again, uh, I think it lost all. Oh, no, it won best hero and heroine and it lost best makeup effects to the Hills Have Eyes. Okay. Um, now, I skipped one. I'm going to go back to it because I think we've we've crossed this bridge before. And I just want to. So the Golden Schmoes are sort of like the um, when the Razzies aren't there, we have the Golden Schmoes to fall back on. But they 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 have an award that Kate Beckinsale won. She won best TNA, and I know we've brought this oh, up before. Did she win that last time? Or she or she might have been nominated. But like, I like, I mean, I I get. I mean, your award is called the Golden Schmoes, so like, yeah. I guess who gives a shit? But like, come on. Okay. What are we doing? The, this best TNA is awful. I do have to say. Uh, yeah. But the schmoes behind the golden schmoes don't even know what a T and an A is because we clearly <laughs> see two women and full blown we see their TNA. How do you not give it to them? The women that show it. That's I mean, you. it's because you get you have these nerds that don't even they've never <laughs> sorry. They've never seen actual TNA. So this- they didn't know. I think that's what it was. They were like, I don't know what that is. Oh, but. my God. This is great. Free bird, free fallen. And now dropping hate on nerds. <laughs> I fucking love it. This is amazing. I great. just have to say, if I was the person behind the scenes nominating whoever. Yes. For TNA, DNA. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really funny. Dick and ass. Is that- DNA. Dick and ass is what I was going for. <laughs> TNA or DNA. I would be giving it to... The people that are showing the T and the A's and the D and the A's. That's that's true. I mean, I I do think that there actually exists uh, a porn awards well, thing. But I, it's I, not I, porn. But They're not just porn. I got, I'm just I'm saying. I, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I got you know, you. I got you. I got you. But it's okay. I'm not a nerd, and I've seen them. There you go. So yeah, that's true. I've um, also had a, I've had a few drinks today, so I think I'm gonna be. I'm going to be well, real with you. We, I'm going to well, be honest. So we should talk a little bit about what, what we're drinking. So you you finished up um, from the other night, I should say. You didn't have a whole bottle today. Right. Um, the the rosé from Free Rain Wines um, in California. Mm-hmm. How was your rosé? It was good. I buy it because, do you know why? Uh, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to guess cheap, but I don't know. No, look at the bottle. Oh, because it's floral? It's It's got a really pretty label. And I'm like, that it, looks good. That's That works. That's I like it. And and then for me, we went with an old standard. We went with the 14 Hands local here yes. to Washington. They're, Sophie they're, says it's her wine. Because there's a giant <laughs> because horse there's on it. Because a big horse on it. And yeah, she's. Yes. And I'm so. And, I don't but, know why I just went horse. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, but we're both drinking that now because the rosé was empty. So uh, quick clean. Cheers. TNA, DNA. Boom. To that, that DNA, babe. Mm. That's another shirt. TNA, DNA. Boom. It's, you you got to keep it equal. <laughs> um, so this movie had a pretty big budget. $50 million. Okay. Uh, what was the first one? So uh, the, whoever at Screen Gems must have really had faith in this movie because it went from a twenty-two million dollar budget okay. to a fifty million dollar. I, I budget. didn't think that it was that big the first time. No, it was not. Wow. Um, and now, so compare. And that person's fired. Well, well <laughs> maybe not. So, opening weekend for the first one was twenty-one point seven. Opening weekend for this movie was twenty-six point eight. So, an, an audience must have grew a little bit. Well, um, you, of course. But so, U.S. gross for the first one. 
was 52 million. U.S. gross for this one, 62 million. Yeah. Worldwide for the first was 95 million. And worldwide for this one was 111. Okay. So, uh, and that- I'm so happy you told me this before my numbers because I. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, and then, so just in terms of where that landed at the U.S. that year, it was the 42nd highest grossing film between Fast and the Fur- Furious Tokyo Drift and an animated film that we haven't seen, uh, Flushed Away, which I think is all about a, a mouse that gets flushed on the toilet and ends up in like a different part of town. And like, it's like, it's kind of like a tale of two cities thing where like this uppity mouse gets sent off to the country and has to like learn how to. I think that's what it is. I've oh. never seen it, but I, I did. I read, away. I, I read a little bit about it. So I was like, I had some context to what I was talking about. It sounds um, like something our kids would be in because they're all about toilet talk right now. Like we oh, have to everything tell them. Everything is poop. We have to tell them Ugh. no toilet talk at the table because they will just get, if one person says poop, the other says something else. And then uh, it's Sophie like, doesn't even need an intro. No. It, 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 she'll just go poop, pop, poop, poop, poop. <laughs> like she just will say those words. Knock, knock. Who's there? Poop, pop, poop. <laughs> Poop, 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 I pooped today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> like, thanks. Thanks, Soph. Thanks for that jab. Um, okay, so, uh, and I don't, you know, I, I believe it or not, I found a good review. Uh, Peter Hartlib of I'm the. Sorry. <laughs> what, our knock knock joke? Is that. Sure. No. The knock knock joke was spot on, but what was even more spot on was your poop, pop, poop, 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 or whatever. You did it. <laughs> Sophie does do that the way she talks. She just says a bunch of words. She should be a little quieter because she'll probably wake up from her sleep because she hears oh. the name Sophie. Yeah. It's an invitation. What are you talking about me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, Peter Hart- Hartlib of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote, despite an admiral, admiral, oh my God, ooh, despite an admirable, there it is, attempt to test the boundaries of the genre, the continuing saga about the war between the vampires and the werewolves is humorless, too confusing, and not particularly fun to watch. Oh my God, who was this brilliant man? This was Peter Hartlib of the San Francisco Chronicle, oh. and here. Peter. So before we get Melissa's guesses on the critical and audience score of Rotten Tomatoes, here is the blurb. A visual and oral uh, assault on the senses. The vampire werewolf sequel makes a lot of noise and features a heavy-handed, overly convoluted story. Melissa, critical first and then audience. Okay. I changed it after. Because, only because when we were watching this movie, I had to ask you. I, had, I needed you to remind me what the original critical and audience was Mm -hmm. and then my thought was well my thought was the critical was less because this wasn't as good as the first one Mm -hmm. but the audience probably had to be better or around the same because they ended up doing another one if that even makes sense sure so i went with critical and i do this when i'm really unsure but like my lucky number 17 i'm going with critical 17 because and I think I went with like 29 before. Um, audience, I'm saying like 73. Holy shit. Oh my God. This is, I mean, this might be the closest best <gasps> you've ever done. Shut. Not not even kidding. Of what one? Okay, so here we go. You guessed 17, 17. for the critical, 17. <gasps> Lucky number. Spot on. <laughs> You said 73? 73. I had 71. 72. Oh, my. Originally, I had 71. 72. I crossed it out, too. I had 12 (laughs) the first time for critical. But you know what? You're, wow. I'm getting better. For those of you listening, following along, (laughs) 
Trust me. We are what? This is like our 60-something film. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saying that was damn close. I'm tipping my hat. No, wait. You're tipping your hat I'm to tipping me. your hat. I'm giving you the old tip of the hat. And so what am I doing? I'm curtsying. Sure. I'm bowing. Being like, yes. Ba- Showing you some TNA. Bask. <laughs> That certainly would up my, the, the, oh, let's get through this podcast. That's when everyone's like, I want to see the video. No, I'm just oh, Jesus. I got that. And boom. Oh my God. It's clearly a joke. Um, okay. So, um, uh, I, I have some little fun facts here, I guess. Fun might not be the right word. I'm just going to go ahead and say this so, um, we can, uh, get to talking about this movie. So, uh. Uh, actress named Zita Gorig, who plays Amelia, who was in the first one. Yes. Um, apparently, she had to have all of her lines dubbed over because the microphone didn't pick up her voice. So that's something. Uh, according to Tony Curran, who played um, uh, uh, Marcus, it stipulated in his contract that he would wear the fangs at all times, even when he wasn't filming. I don't know why. I mean, I guess that's like method or whatever. So the contract, the the movie is he, saying no, no. you. Oh, he, he wanted it. He wanted to have his fangs in at all times. I don't think it helped you. <laughs> Boom, shade thrown, mm. and I accept it. Um, now here's so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. He's not a Mr. Lincoln. What's his name? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Thank you. Uh, my left foot. A wow. Dropping some old stuff. His Hold first on. Oscar win. Uh, he's he's definitely not a. Can I give you a character name of okay. the movie that he's in? Bill the Butcher. Uh, the the one with um. With. Stop it. Mm. Titanic Man. Yes. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Titanic Man. <laughs> Hold on. I I really want give you to a, get this. Oh God, I know. The title of the movie is four words. I know. The well, second the second word is of. The last two words are the state. Blank of blank blank. G- <laughs> gay. Gangs of New York. Okay. The last of Mohicans. Oh, I'm yes. on a He's roll. also in that. Yes, good call. What's one good more? Call. The Phantom Thread. Ooh. There we go. I just made up for Boom. it. Boom. There you go. You mic totally dropped. There it is. Don't actually drop the mic, Do though. We have any more wine. Uh, we don't have any more wine. Damn. No, that okay. is all the wine That's that we funny. have. But Topos are in the fridge, remember? That yeah. was our backup. <laughs> I'm going to keep all this in, too, because people need to know that. How no, no, drunk we, I want to get talking is... about this. <laughs> this movie okay. has me so frustrated. Okay, hold on. Before... I just have to say, no. I just have so many questions. Okay. I, do, I don't think I can help you. That's fine. Can I read the last trivia thing? Fine. Okay. I just want to read it because I, I don't know if this will... This is just knowledge. Here we go. In the first cut of the movie that was put together sometime around the spring of 2005 and didn't include almost all of the visual and CGI effects, didn't have proper sound mixing, and which was said to be over two hours long, the sex scene between Michael and Celine was longer, and it included more nudity from Kate Beckinsale. The scene also included a part where right after Celine has an orgasm, and this is the part of the, where the scene stops and fades to black in the final version, she gets on top of Michael and they continue to make love. Reportedly, this part was cut right away 
Uh, wait, this part was cut right after the rest of the scene was heavily edited because of Beckinsale's demands not to include any shot that would show her completely nude. The scene was filmed with her and Scott Speedman be being fully nude, which it was, which is why it required some big cuts during later editing. This also explains the use of fade outs in between the shots and why some of it looks badly edited. So they're completely naked. There's no socks or like. There, well, there might be, there might be some, but, but like, but they're, they are naked and, and the, I think the scene was meant to be way more, I, I, oh I guess, God. I guess graphic. Um, but anyways, I just, I guess I wanted to throw that out there as a term, um, that I mean, because the first shot we get where he's on top of her and they zoom in, I mean, I was kind of, I was the first time we saw this, I was like, are they having sex? Okay, so can we, you have just brought up the thing that I wanted to get to before oh. we started to talk about the movie. So you just said. The first time. Yes. So uh, dear yes. dear audience members, if you remember, we did an episode on Underworld a couple of weeks ago. It, oh, okay. I'm I'll so sorry. It. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't. <laughs> we did an episode a few weeks ago on Underworld, the first one. I think it's just called Underworld. That's correct. And. I, the second I get on a bandwagon, mm -hmm. I'm on the bandwagon. Yep, you're a homer, all right. And immediately, uh, the next night, we were like, what are we going to watch? And mm -hmm. I said, Underworld. And Adam's like, we're not filming tonight or recording. And I was like, but we could just watch it. And he's like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, do you love me or something like that? Mm. No, I'm sure he said something like that because that, that. <laughs> Like you're being very truthful. I gotta give you credit. That is that is a line you all throw at me. It's like, do you love me? And the answer is, of course, yes. Then it's like, then you'll do this. Then for we'll me. watch and it's like, this. That's terrible. And we watched it. And I, oh, I think I enjoyed it that time more than this time. Well, I I think there's a level of of like not giving a shit that comes with like when you're not taking like when you know you're not gonna record. Yeah. Like I oh sorry I we. We recently, um, you kind of, I, I'll say you allowed me, and I think that's thats proper, to say that you, I now am, I, I am now a subscriber to Vinegar Syndrome. And once a month, I get a nice package of really, like, finely restored movies um, with a lot of special features. But these are all, like, B-horror, exploitation, just, like, just, like, premium shit. Yeah. And, but... I, I got to say, more times than not, the amount of fun that we have watching those movies can't be quantified. And so there's a level of like, oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. This is stupid fun. We're going to have a drink or two and just and just like zone out. That might be true for this movie. I don't know. <laughs> what I do know is having to watch it again and <laughs> take notes. I was like violently upset i was trying to hold in my anger oh I was, not towards, you did it very well because i didn't think you were violent no no the rage uh just like some of our characters opening up Should I, here i'll do one right to the mic a topo too. lopo it's oh, not wait. called topo lopo <laughs> what is it called topo chico it's right there on topo the Topo chico what did i get lopo we're not i don't know topo lopo because it's got to be a song because it's because you're rhyming it um, so now, so just so now we're all up to date on things. We're now onto the hard seltzer. What flavor is yours? Tropical mango. I have a strawberry guava. And we're now, this is where we are now. 
Ah, okay. Ah, let's get back into this. So, wh- what do you think? Twenty-four minutes in, do you think we should actually start talking let's about talk the movie? Let's talk about this movie. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, a quick synopsis, I guess, on what happens is this is a direct continuation of the last movie. Uh, Lucian, uh, played by Michael Sheen, he's dead. Uh, Bill Nye's character Victor is dead, and um, Celine and Michael are basically trying to escape because Michael is this new. Thing. Hybrid. Yes. And, uh, but what's about to happen is that, um, Marcus is about to come up. He's about to be summoned and he is the oldest, most powerful vampire that there is. But what he wants to do is to free his twin brother, who, William, who is a, a lichen. And they were the first. They were the first werewolf and the first vampire and, and they're gonna rule the world or something. So basically, Celine is trying to find out what's going on, but she holds the secret. Spoiler alert, her father basically built the I'm gonna call it the tomb. The tomb. That would hold William. And somewhere in her memory, she holds the secret. Yes. Um, and uh basically what basically what's happening is Marcus is trying to find the keys to get his brother free from the tomb, and she is trying to stop it. And then when that doesn't happen, her and Michael have to basically end. Marcus and William, which, uh, again, spoiler alert, they do very bloodily mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And that's really, that's the basic plot right there. There you go. Boom. That's it. Yeah. There it is. Um, and then, you know, Derek Jacoby's in it, too. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay. I don't even know where we want to start. Um, you got to lead us through this, and I'm just going to shout out all my frustrations. Okay. I'm well, very frustrated. I am frustrated. Okay. Hold I'm on. just saying. Um, again... I, I, so here's what. So obviously we start with a flashback, but before we get to write, the, I just want to say again, just for the record, I'll probably do this every every um, Underworld episode. I did not know how good I had it with the Resident Evil movies. I just want to say it that. again. I don't think I did either. I mean, those movies are like, I I I, I whether whatever you want to call, it, I'm eating my words or I'm backpedaling. I truly did not know how much I enjoyed those movies. Here's I, I okay. <laughs> I'm let's, pulling a Marcus. Let's take, and I'm oh seeing my God. into the future. Are you drinking my blood? <laughs> I'm not. I could just walk into the blood a room memory. And see it. Okay, well that's fine no too. Blood memory. I could just see it. Um, Below freezing is gonna do podcasts in the future. Sure. Where we go back and watch movies and oh, do retakes. No. Oh no. 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 Is this this is the future you're seeing? I don't like this future. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is not official. <laughs> we have not t- this is the first time hearing about this. The re Resident Evil. Okay. The I'm Resident just, Evil do over. I'm, you were saying you, you're not trying to eat your... You know what? Eat whatever. I'm just saying. I'm you can try, tell me I'm to try, eat shit. It's okay. Eat shit, Adam. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. This movie has got me so thrown off. First of all, did we talk about this in the first one? And did the first Resident Evil... Oh, whoa. Oh, there it is. <laughs> did the first Underworld, Underworld yes. do this? Did they do the voiceover just at the beginning? Because, oh my God, this movie where it does the flashback and then it immediately does the voiceover and it recaps the first Underworld verbatim. Verbatim. I'm going, okay, they're definitely stealing from Resident Evil. 
you don't have to see the first one to watch this movie. You know? No. Yes. I mean, yes. you want to because it's better than this one. But you don't have to because they sum it up. Well, and, and, and I have a feeling if you're listening to this and then you're like, oh, Adam and Melissa are going to talk about the third one. I'll just watch the third one. If they say they recap it, which I have a feeling. Well, they're probably going to recap and, what the first and second did. And so, so OK, so you've, you've already brought up a couple of things that are definitely worth mentioning. So the first Resident Evil comes out the year before Underworld. Mm-hmm. And then the sequel to Resident Evil comes out two years before this one. So in that the terms of that voiceover like recap. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's directly applicable, I think as a casual viewer, yes, it is very clear that Underworld is taking a note Mm -hmm. from this franchise. Um, But then you also mentioned the third movie, which again, we haven't seen. No. But the third movie, I think, is mostly a prequel. I feel like Because Michael Sheen comes back. I think I have seen this third one. You made no, I don't, well, you watch, maybe we watched the trailer for it. Remember? You made me put on the trailer right after the second one. Oh, this is. It's oh, like Michael so Sheen's right? love it's story. It's him and his love. Yes. And it's like the. Okay, maybe you're right. Did I only see the first Underworld and then immediately love the franchise and talk about how amazing it is? Um, I don't. Can I say yes? I don't I think know. That's what I might truly have happened. don't know. <laughs> and oh my god. Well, listen, we. We we accept it. We're we're here. We're talking about we underworld evolution. Can I ask you a, a question? What were you doing back in twelve oh two A.D.? Where were what what shenanigans were you up to? Back I was then? in God's pocket. God's pocket. <laughs> there's that. There's that lapsed cat energy right there. <laughs> Your face when I said. Is that the first time you've ever heard me say that? No. Yeah. At least on the. On the pod. On the pod. You've definitely said that phrase before. Yes, that's what De- my mom always You definitely always dropped that phrase at one point in high school, and I was like, who are you? But you were also like, who are you? <laughs> because you're still with me. That, that had to be a little that, intriguing. That was me trying to manage, like, I like this girl, <laughs> but what the fuck did she just say? Who, what pocket was she, was she in? What is this? <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm number three of four. My little sister's 10 years younger than me. So my mom, my mom and my dad did a lot more with my two older sisters than they did with me. And so I would constantly, they would talk about like, like they did Disneyland. I didn't go to Disneyland. I didn't get to do that till I was 16. But like they would talk about Disneyland and then I'd be like, where was I? My mom, bless her heart, would always be like, you were in God's pocket. It was before you were born. You were waiting. I don't know. I always liked that. And Sophie says things. Sophie will say things about like where was like today in the car. Oh, okay. When yes. Stella was like, yeah. When we were mixed, Mexico. when we were all in Mexico, we were in Mexico when Sophie was not even a thought. Yes. And Stella was like, Sophie, you haven't been there. And Sophie goes, it's okay. I was in mom's tummy. And I'm thinking the first thought that came to my head was, yeah, you were in God's pocket. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't say it. I should have. You probably would have laughed a lot harder right now. Oh, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, but, but I probably but, would have freaked our kids out because I don't know if I've ever explained that to them. You explain know. God. Well, just explain all of that. The no. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's another one of them too. Uh, that he, Jesus was in God's pocket, wasn't he? It. Is that? <laughs> my gosh. Uh, fucking. My gem. gosh. Um. Okay. I. 
I want to talk about an actor that I, I normally like. His name is Bill Nye. He's in this movie. Bill Nye, the science okay, guy. Again, Bill, as Bill, we talked about Bill, last Bill. week, you're, that's not the right <laughs> I person. I just like it. Okay. Uh, Bill Nye, who is in Love Actually. Yep. And it, okay. I feel um, it in my fingers. Again, rehashed from the first I, I, Underworld movie. You're telling me these things. Okay. And I'm just telling you what comes off when I think of Bill Nye. <laughs> There was so much spite behind that. No, I'm trying Nye. to emphasize it because otherwise I'd be like Bill Nye. And then you'll start singing Bill Nye the Science yes. Guy. Yes, yeah. just you know. Can I can I tell you something about Bill Nye? He he is a Brit. He this is a British man. Yes. I I almost felt like I don't know how else to say this. I felt like he was trying to put on a British accent. He was putting on a vampire. Well, it's accent. so, so in terms of like, but here's basic dialect shit, mm-hmm. like right here. So, um, if you're working on trying to do a British accent, you wouldn't say after, you'd say after, like, oh, after dinner, that you do that's, and then math would be like, math. Oh, I went to math class today. But the way that he said after math was just like, it felt like, Somebody putting on a really bad okay. dialect. So what if you are British? Okay. And then your dialect coach is like, become a Transylvanian vampire. Okay. So uh, I would tell that guy to go fuck himself. Why would it be a guy? Oh, good way to throw that back at me. <laughs> You've won the argument. It doesn't even matter now what I say. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, I could tell you why it would be a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Do I I want to? Wait, wait, what? Because a woman would have a better, like, delivery (laughs) or better direction. Excuse me. (laughs) That's that's what I'm trying to say. Next. No, no, no. I think think you're totally right. He was, he was, I think he was trying to do a a vampire accent. I, I I normally like him. I and I know he's only in this for like three minutes. I just I, I just... um oh my god, there's just so many things. Okay, if I take us off the rails, bring there, me there, back there on. There are no rails on this but, train. Okay, so Marcus has wings, mm-hmm. and in the flash back that yes. we see at the beginning before the credits, correct? He it's him. Amelia and Victor, which we know from the beginning, these are the, the three vampires it, that yep, they're the, the elders. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So they're on horses and they're trying to find William. Correct. Um, because of all the like havoc that he has kind of because mm-hmm. he can't bestowed. he can't turn back. Right. right. Yeah. So Victor looks at William and is like, You need to leave, get out. And he's like, No, I need to be here to fight. And he's like, you need to leave and stay safe. If you die, yeah, we all we all die. Yep, great point. Okay, mm-hmm. so he leaves. Yes, on horseback. Mm-hmm. And then, flash forward to mm-hmm. present day. Yes, and they pull his tomb up, mm-hmm. and he's not there. And he flops down, looking all gross with his gross wings. Yep, he has wings. Yep. Why did he not fly away? Why did he not fly away? In the beginning. And then my second question is, like, how, if you are the big man, you're the main vampire, and then you must have killed Amelia and killed Victor to make them vampires, 
and now they're part of your, you know, threesome. Well, that's not the right word. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. If you aren't agreeing with Victor, and like, I'm sorry, I look at Victor and I'm like, he's the boss. He seems like the boss over William. Like, which I didn't get, but I'm like, ah, Victor, Victor's the boss guy. Um, but why wouldn't he kill? Why wouldn't he just kill them? Uh, well, no, no, no. That's, I, 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 man, you, you bring up great questions. I have many more. I definitely brought up, I definitely wrote down the, if you die, we all die thing, which means that like, obviously, uh, Marcus should be protected at all costs. I, it's like the, like, um, it's the mothership analogy, right? Like if you take out the mothership, all the other aliens are going to die. Right. Which is, I mean, I'm, I'm, this sounds like where you jump to as well. We're like, okay. If, if he were to die, no more vampires. Right. Okay. Because that's where I went to. I didn't really care so much about the, like, why doesn't he just fly away? Because to me, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's just sticking it out because they are ultimately going to entomb his brother. So, like, he's sticking it out because ultimately he wants to free him. But, like, again, they don't really go into that, so that might be wrong. But, I, I, but why, why he doesn't fly away, I have no idea. But my the bigger question I have... It, and again, this is cutting to cutting to present day. So he's alive. He wants to get. He wants to free his brother. I'm still a little unclear as to why he wants to free his brother. Right. Maybe it's just his brother, and like you know, a couple after all these centuries, a couple of centuries, you just want to reunite. You know, right? Ca- ca- maybe, maybe have a couple he feels of beers. Bad. Yeah. But can can we bring up what I think is maybe the most confusing part of the movie? So Derek Jacobi is in this movie. He plays Alexander Corvinus, who was the father of Marcus and William. Oh, this Marcus, I was so upset. Hold on. Marcus Marcus becomes a vampire. William becomes a werewolf. Hold on. No. <sighs> do it. Okay, what? I am gonna do it because you were about to steal it. I said at the like in the middle, I was like, how? Like when when Alexander or Lorenzo, whatever you want to call him, when he like kills himself or dies, you know, mm-hmm. I said, how is he immortal? How has he lived all these centuries? They don't explain it. And you were like, you said you were like, it's the family like he birthed or not he, but like he helped bring these creatures into the world. And I said, oh, no, 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 Adam. At the beginning of the movie, they specifically said one, like one bitten by bat, one bitten by wolf. So they were human and then somehow turned, but they don't ever talk about the dad. I'm sorry to take that away from you, but I that's did, actually like, I was, not what I was going to say. What? what the fuck were you going to say? Well, what I was going to say was when he gives his blood to Celine. Again, and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the whole blood contains the memory thing. But okay, that's a part of this world. Fine. But like she takes his blood. She now knows things. And and I think the thing that is the most interesting is that at the end of the movie, the sunlight is not affecting her. Right. It's like a blade situation. So... Which which is also very funny because de- there's definitely some blade vibes yes. to that too. But like, but but what? But but here's the thing: what you said about this 
these these sons are born, but then they are bitten respectively by a bat and a werewolf, becoming the first vampire and lichen. Right. Right. Okay. Great. So that that alone is its own thing. Yeah. But then, but there's that what you said, and then there's the stuff with Celine, and it's like none of it lines up. No. All they needed to do was like throw in something where they were like at like Lorenzo aka Zeus. Like he was a god who had two sons, Marcus and William. Okay, so now we know these are like Im- Im- like yeah, like their demigods. Blood is d- yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they were bitten by a bat and a werewolf. Because, like, if a bat or a werewolf bites anybody, look what happens. But it bit a demigod. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, they needed to do something like Now, I, I would like to put – I'm going to put two things out there, just for the record. One, we, we don't know what the, the whole mom situation is, right? We don't know – maybe she's got some powers and maybe she comes into play later. But the second thing, and I think this is fair to say on our part – um, is we were bitching a lot during the movie, like actively out loud yes. talking about like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> so here's the thing. If we missed something, let us know. Please I'd let love us know. to know what we missed. If we, if there is a piece of dialogue where we find out, Oh wait, no, Alexander actually was this. Yeah. It, because that would make me feel a lot better because the movie that I watched, it's not explained. No. And it's really irritating. Oh, uh, it. Yeah. So that, that's that chunk that we bitched about. Another <laughs> chunk was Marcus. Okay. He comes back to life. He's now, he, uh, okay, let's, let's go back to like the tomb is lifted by guy you hate. What's his name? Oh God. Uh, 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 it's uh Craven. Yes. Craven. And the tomb's empty and they're like, oh crap. And they hear wings flapping and they're looking around and mm-hmm. then everyone dies. And then um, Marcus comes, swoops in with his like fangy oh, that Like the, the sharp ends of yes. his wings. Yeah, um, yeah. And he, he puts it into yeah. Yeah. Craven. Craven's short. Yeah, yeah. And Craven's like, master. I don't know if that's what he says, but he's like, I can help I'm you. I'm about to suck your blood. <laughs> I can help you. I can help you. And uh, Marcus says, why do like something like why do I need you alive oh. when your blood tastes so much sweeter or something it's, like yeah, that? It's it's like why do so I like, I, don't, I don't need your explanation because I can yeah the how like, I, yes I can get your memories through blood mm-hmm. awesome so he does it we get memories great I think that was established in the first one mm-hmm. we were like we got it yep fly away Marcus he flies away to, onto the next because he's seen something in the blood mm-hmm. he then goes somewhere and it's like he walks into the room and then all of a sudden he's like uh oh what was yes it? he like yes. walks into a room and you see these <sighs> he, he sees it's, it's, it's from it's from the like first movie it's from the, the first, first movie. movie where Kate Beckinsale is trying to basically break into a room on behalf of of uh, Michael. Yes, and it's just Michael and Kate Beckinsale that yes, are in there. Yes. Yet he can somehow he can see, see this. this. Yeah. And I first was like, "That's weird," and it didn't make much sense. And I was like, "I'm not going to say anything yet." And then the next scene, the next place he goes to, he goes to like the switch, the operating board to the r- room that like opens up where the three. Um, 
I think it's where the three elders sleep, sleep or whatever. Sure. And then he has like a, a flashback and he sees the password Craven types in. Mm-hmm. And that's where it hit me. I was like, wait a second. Craven, I get that like Marcus can now see the passcode because he drank Craven's blood and he could see basically anything that Craven has ever seen. Sure. No, Craven didn't see the scene before where it was just Celine and Michael. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? And that's where I was trying to joke at the beginning when I was like, oh, wait, I'm I'm pulling a, you know, Marcus and I can see below freezing into the future doing this. It was just like, he, so now he can just walk into a room and, and remember anything that has happened in, t- in this room? So I, I think, and I, I think what will be great about not just talking about this movie, but the next three is, do you remember when we talked about the first Underworld? I told you there was like a lawsuit because this this movie had ripped off some stuff from a game. I think it was or a game. A game, yeah. So I think I think what we're seeing here are Len Wiseman and Danny McBride being like, okay, we had a, a relative hit on our hands. Let I don't know how much we cost screen gems and having to pay out this lawsuit because it was settled out of court, right? But we still have this franchise. And now we've settled it. They can't sue again, right? So Double they, jeopardy. They, they have right? this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Priceless. <laughs> We covered that on the show, right? Yeah, we yeah did. fucking Double Jeopardy was great. Um, I mean, talk about a way. I, I said this when we did Double Jeopardy. If if you have to go to prison or do something for something you didn't do, when you get out of prison, you fucking do it. You do it. If your husband pretends to kill you or like, no. If your husband fix, pretends to die yeah, there it is. because you killed him, mm-hmm. go to jail. Do your 25 years. When you get out, fucking kill him. You, Adam, I'm looking at you. Okay. I'm, That's what's going to happen. Well, two things. One, good for you. You have a plan. I appreciate that. <laughs> My chair is so wobbly. I think it might break. That's the chair that I sit in, and I think our girls have really fucked up. Every time I'm sitting in it, I'm like, any second, you're going to just see my face and then crash. You're not going to see me anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Again, stop getting video. so excited. I know. Saw video. Um. <laughs> Oh Jesus! What were we talking Screen about? Gems. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think what we're gonna see is like unfinished plot description. Like like there is too much that doesn't make any sense. And maybe and maybe they're gonna try to retrofit it, right? Maybe they're gonna try to be like, oh well, in the rise of the in uh, the rise of the lichens, we'll fill we're gonna because fi- it's a prequel. We'll try to fill in yeah. the blanks. But like, but right now. Where we are right now on our journey with these movies, I mean, as as ridiculous again, I again, my God, I feel so bad for people listening because <laughs> Resident Evil made so much more sense. This is like the only thing I can come up with is this is gobbledygook. It doesn't make any fucking poop pop pop pop. It's just like it is really. These movies, I'm so glad that this five pack of Blu-rays was on sale. I think like on a Black Friday at Block or at a uh, Best Buy for twenty dollars. Does it kill you that we owned these before and then you sold them and then you had to rebuy them? Well, we didn't own all of them. Touche. 
And I want to say back then they were on DVDs. So at least we're watching a higher quality version of <laughs> Thank shit. Thank God. Because if this was DVD listen, or VHS, listen, I'd be listen, pissed. Listen, if I'm going to watch shit, I want it to be polished shit. I want it to look as good as possible. Okay? I don't know. That's really all I got. <laughs> um, oh, man. Is it? Is it? I don't even know what else to fucking... I God. mean, we really haven't I even mean, talked that much about the movie. I'm, the, I'm, the, I don't have a lot of notes. An, another note that I had was, my God, Marcus's arms slash wings are so gross. Like, yeah. I just thought they looked so gross. And they look almost like alien or something. Like, well, yeah, it's like, weird. It's interesting. Oh, I, I, can, I, I, can I ask you a question? That I, I don't know if they ever really answer. In, when, when did we get to Russia? Are we in Russia? Aren't we in Russia in Remember in the first movie, we were like, where are we? Are we in modern day? But that, but, but, but they, then there were like streets of like, but they went brick. to like, yeah, they were in, but, but like the, the hospital, remember the, like, isn't Scott Speedman a doctor before he's turned, right? He's a doctor. Probably in Russia. No way. No well, way. That is, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, 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 I don't know I how no we idea. got to where we got. I'm very confused about this. Ugh. And that's and, I, and and a big note, a big note I had was this movie makes me have so many questions and I'm feeling very frustrated. Wine can't fix this is what I wrote oh, man. in my movie. That's, that, in I, wrote, movie, I wrote my movie. The movie you wrote down is better than the movie we watched. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. A movie about a woman struggling to understand the Underworld franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing uh, can I tell you can I tell you one of my one of my favorite notes I took during because I wrote I just wrote I'm so bored too many times um, <laughs> one of my favorite notes I wrote is those poor horses got this <gasps> the shit scared out of them oh my god I have a note on there saying <laughs> Marcus just blast through this window and the, the first of all the horses are already scared there's a thunderstorm going on and they're not digging it and then he breaks it into the one horse is just like get me I, the fuck out of here I have to say the first scene in this movie with them on horses and with horses being taken out by werewolves or lichens or whatever you want to call them my like one of my first few notes was how many horses were harmed in the making of this movie and then i have another note later that was like how many horses have suffered serious trauma and mental health from the making of this movie well i i don't think you can actually harm animals in the same way that they used to, like like in like ben hur style days where like real horses were like you know getting hurt and shit like you can't actually hurt a horse anymore or like an animal really and i know when i say harmed but you know what oh but like psychological damage right, right. yes because yes let's face it i agree we're living in a world mm -hmm. where mental health i'm not trying to knock it i'm not trying to say like anything negative about no, it no of like, course not it's a real thing mm -hmm. and pay attention i would say anything with a brain could have mental health Question. Yes. Should below freezing get into the horse mental health game? I... Do you think there's money there? I'm so sorry. I've tried not to laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Babe, you're making me mad. I don't think there's money there. I think it's a serious topic. I think that is a conversation that needs to happen. Maybe a new podcast of like the mental health crisis of horses and movies. 
Because okay, wait, we could call it. We could call it. Um, Nay, um, fed up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just like flew out of that my mouth. better than anything I could have thought of. <laughs> I told you at the beginning of this before you pressed record, I said, I'm so mad. <laughs> this movie has made me so mad. I'm going to be speaking from the heart. <laughs> clearly, clearly. I am speaking from the heart. I I have to say, the saviors of this film are those horses. I'm, and if I have to do a podcast on my own where I'm just talking to myself, it's okay. I could be looking at myself in a mirror while I'm recording, talking about the mental state of horses in movies. of horses in film and the, the psychological trauma the, the title <laughs> hey, I'm fed up oh oh wow I so I'm so sorry oh, sorry I'm so, so sorry. sorry I'm Canadian now I need a, a second to to recover the good news is I have not disturbed our dog at all. He is literally laying there. Oh. You know when you're in that deep sleep and your eyes are like half open? <laughs> that, that's Bosco's every waking. <laughs> Nobody's going to find that funny no. but us. Bosco's just old. I'll that's take a it. picture and post it. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's talk about lichen. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Lichen William. William Lichen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. God. Okay. First of all, his brother, his twin brother. Yes. Marcus. Mm hmm. Bit by a bat. Yep. Bites two other people mm -hmm. to help him. Help him and his growing army of vamps. Yes. Then you have William. Mm hmm. Who doesn't. Like, they don't acknowledge his side. They don't acknowledge the okay, well, lichens now, that have now, grown. And, and now, th so, but think about what the next movie is called. I hear you. No, no, I'm okay. just, but I think, I mean, you're, you're totally right. Yeah. In this movie, it's not acknowledged. I was trying to do my, like, tree. My, I was, uh, oh, like your family tree. Family yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, you just have William. Anyways, so William gets captured and he gets put in this tomb mm -hmm. for centuries, like half a decade. Sorry. Half a deck? Five years? Half a <laughs> wow. Half a millennium, yes. I think is what they said. That, that, that sounds about right. Is that like 500,000 years? No, half a, half a, oh yeah, half a millennium Isn't would be 500. Isn't a million? Yeah, yeah. No, millennium is a thousand years. So why did I just say 500,000? You said five, I thought you just said 500. No, I said 500,000. Oh, oh, okay. No, that's way off. Okay, so a millennium is a thousand. Yes. Like, like, at, like yes, at Y2K, 19, we were entering a new a millennium. Nope. Nope. That's not, that's also not right. That's a, that's a century. 2000s. Nope. Nope. 1900s. 1900 nope. okay. to 2000. No, isn't no, that? No, no. That's a hundred years. That's a century. You're thinking of a thousand to 2000. 
like the year 1000 AD to 2000 AD is a millennium. So when we hit 2000, it wasn't just, yes, it was a new century. If you were thinking from 1900, but it's also a new millennium. Millennium. I hear you. (laughs) Wow. William. What William. were you saying? Okay. What his deal? He's entombed. Yes. Okay. So he, I'm sorry. It just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> listen, listen. You have the horse podcast, and I have math. Okay, that's what we got. That's um, what we got going for us. Uh. I don't even know how to go back. I feel so stupid. <laughs> I'm fed up. I'm fed up with this marriage. I'm just kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. Wow. Baby, I, I, I need you. another topo. Topo loco? <laughs> topo lopo. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so William, he's yes. tombed. Yes. He's been in here for 500 years. Oh, right? Quite some time. Okay. Yes. Five. Anyways, <laughs> um, they let him out. So when they, they his brother, yes. opens the tomb. Okay, when the tomb opens and mm-hmm. you just see the like, the like werewolf there. Yes. I thought it was like a metal armor over him because it wasn't moving. And I was like, interesting. And sure. then when it just like moves, I was like, whoa, wait, how? Who has fed this guy? How is he that uh, spry and looks that good? That was a good looking fucking like he, he was a big buff like it. I mean, I, he's an original, so there you go. I bet, but he, like, I bet he's terrific in the sack. <laughs> but I was like, who who feeds him? Who uh, is taking care of him? Maybe uh, It was just maybe, another question. Maybe, another question onto my many questions. Maybe it was Alexander all these years keeping his son alive. So mm. maybe, okay, so here's the thing. But I, Alexander didn't know where he was either. I, I babe, I'm just, okay, here, here's, here's what I'm going to say. This movie sucks. Now, now, maybe, maybe all of these questions we have will be answered during the franchise. So I think because I have to believe that when they made Underworld, they I don't think they knew that this was going to be a franchise. And now it is. So remember, remember, remember the season of Lost where... All of a sudden, there was an episode about Paolo and the other girl. And, and it was we like, were like, what, what the what, fuck? What is this? So that was the episode where they were like, oh, shit, where are we going? Well, yeah, this that was the moment where it's like, OK, we need to buy ourselves some time. We so remember gonna... the Paolo episode. You and I were very to this day. We will talk about the Paolo episode because it doesn't make any sense. No. And 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 any whether... lost fan would be like, <laughs> Paolo. <gasps> what? <laughs> so whether or not you like where Lost went, I think. Even the people making it were like, okay, this is really successful. What are we doing with this show? And I and part of me wants because because I'm I'm not trying to necessarily wrap up this episode, but unless you want me to keep saying how much I didn't like it, I don't really have any. We brought up the our big issues. It doesn't make sense. My hope that I'm not sure is going to come true is that the the movies in the future will help answer this shit. Well, my final question that I had, yes. like at the end of the movie, okay, so we have Celine who sucks the blood of the dad. Yes. And he's like, take the last of the lineage or history what, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And as she's sucking his blood, it's like, well, 
my history. Like you hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fed up. You hear sounds and you're like, okay, she's sucking in his. <laughs> I also just want people to know that we did not watch the porn version of Underworld Evolution. Underworld Sex Illusion. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm so sorry. But she's, you know, drinking blood and uh, yes. the history. Not. So she, okay. <laughs> she then goes, fights, whatever we find. Yeah. You know, a great, she's a great helicopter decapitation. Great. Yeah. So we kill Marcus. Yes. I mean, he's dead. And he's fucking chopped up to bits. And. We kill William. Yep. His face is ripped up. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking what's his name? Jaw. Uh, uh, Michael whips the fucking head. Yeah, that was something. I'll, I'll, I'd feel safe with Michael. Sure. Well, say. as long as you're on his side. I would feel safe with Michael. Yes. I would be on his side. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about saying the words. Oh, suck it all up. Suck it all up. Yep. Uh, what I was, what was I going at? Oh, so we kill Marcus. We kill William. We've all we've been told from this point forward is like, if they die, everything else. So I, okay. So the movie ends and I'm going, okay, should I be mad or does this movie end? Okay. Hold on. Going back a little bit. It was before the movie end. It was literally like right when that scene happened in my head, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Yes. I'm saying, okay, Melissa, are we mad? He's dead. And how are they still alive? And then I was like, no, Melissa, it's okay. <laughs> because it's just going to be those two. And they're going to be the future. But it's just those two. And then it does the, like, overture. Like, what is it called? The She starts speaking about the future. Well, like, I mean, it's just. It, well, I anyways, mean, it's just, a voiceover. It, yeah, she does, like, it's, a voiceover it's an again. It's voiceover, like, yeah. And then she says something about like the clans have divided and now oh, there's blood. Yeah, and I'm like, yes. wait, so everyone's still alive? What? This doesn't make sense. The one big rule was like Marcus, if Marcus dies, we all die. And like Marcus died, but yet we're all still alive. I have a feeling they're going to bring it back that it's like because the blood lives on, that's how nobody has died. Well, but. I don't know. So, so I was I, mad though. I'd, I'd like to leave you with this. So, this movie, Underworld Evolution, comes out in 2006. The next one in the series is Rise of the Lycans, which from the trailer seems a lot like it's a prequel, right? Yes. That comes out in 2009. So, that Underworld Awakening comes out in 2012. So, it, the part of me is like, do they do the prequel? To A, retcon some information, but then B, give them time to figure out, ah, if this is successful, where can we go from here? Okay. Because part of me thinks that the vagaries of the movie were unintentional. The movie makes money and they're like, fuck, now we need to figure out what we're doing with right. this Right, the stuff. audience wants more. So in all of this shit bashing... Do okay. Do you have a savior? I mean, do you the do horses? You, oh, okay. You did say the horses. That's true. That's true. 
I I'm fed up. that oh my god, it's so good. I mean, I mean the John Bonet Ramsey thing was oh. also one of my favorites, but this the horse podcast. Oh my god, it's gold. So I okay, you got the horses covered. You just need to do like a episode where it's just you, where you like talk about all the moments I just no, I maybe like a greatest hits episode. <laughs> Like the 10 best things you've said. I was going to say, like, I exploded your world, but I can't talk anymore. I, 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 I mean, you, you do whatever you want to. Um, uh, so in terms of uh, of ac- uh, no, accolades, oh, my God. See, I'm, I'm all befuddled. Um, uh, in terms of saviors, I I, I want to give a little love to, to this guy because I thought he was he was trying his best. Stephen McIntosh, who plays Tannis, he's the guy who's in the middle of oh the threesome. The, yes. He and but he's like also like the he's like a historian or something of the coven. Yeah. He he was trying his best. I think he knew exactly what movie he was in. And I, I like what he was bringing to the table. I'm going to I'm going to you got the horses. I got Stephen McIntosh. Does that sound fair? Great. OK. <laughs> so I think now we've reached the big question, which is Melissa. Do you think that Underworld Evolution is a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, or something else? Where, where do you land on this? Uh, this movie, I would have to say, the second time watching this, I think that this is a bad, bad movie. There's just too many questions that are go unanswered. But also, because I liked the first one and I know there's more, it makes me go, okay, this, this one's a bad, bad one. I want to watch the next one, though. I sure. hope it redeems itself. I want to like this franchise. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I, this is a, a bad, bad movie, and like, and I, I, I know that I'm not a big proponent of sci-fi fantasy movies. They're not. It's not my favorite genre. But like, there's a moment where she is driving a speeding truck, and there is a vampire fighting a werewolf vampire hybrid, and I literally was like, wait, what? What did I write down? <laughs> I, I, I arrowed off of my I'm so bored and I was like, there's a cool car chase with a fight and I don't care. I was just so underwhelmed. I was so underwhelmed by this movie. I hope you're right. I think the thing that has that the next three movies have going for them is that, that they are about 20 minutes shorter than this one. You did keep saying that. A question. Oh boy. You haven't seen all the Twilight movies, right? That is correct. You've only seen the Four? The ver- the fifth fifth one yes right the the part two of the fourth one right right the yes. last one yes based on this one and that one what one do you like better oh man that's that is a wonderful question the I, I would love to do maybe maybe next year even though they're not under below freezing maybe we do Twilight next year maybe Twilight is the are franchise any of the we- Twilights I don't know maybe but but I don't think they are because I think they all just like. Um, the fans. Oh, this is this is good. This is a little, uh, you know, they might be hearing the start of our twenty twenty three season right here. The oh. first Resident Evil, I think. Okay, made so so for. no, not not all of them. Some of them are. I mean, enough that it wouldn't totally be like, what are you doing? I mean, I say we do that next time, and then for twenty twenty four, like. What is I I know I'm like Hello. jumping in the future. Either my premonitions are accurate and we redo 
the Resident Evil. Okay. Or I'm just crazy drunk Melissa. Typical. Okay. And um, you get to pick the like series. The fr- and what is Ooh. that? Like, I, I, I feel like it would be like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or something. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, those are all pretty low rated, too. That's true. Even though that's like my childhood right there. Um, that's cool. So, hey, listeners, you've, you've heard a lot about the future of the pod, the spinoff pod about horses. You, this has been a great episode. For me? Uh, for you, for them, for oh. everybody. For the horses. The horses are really. You were kind of pointed at me, and I just got very proud. No, this was, was a like good episode for you. And I got to tell you, though, the props. horses are going to appreciate you. You don't even understand how much they're going to appreciate what you're about to do for them. Um, that sounds very sexual. Well, suck it up. No, well, God, I don't want to uh, suck that uh, up. I've uh, seen Jackass. Uh, uh, oh, I've seen. Oh. <laughs> Okay. On that note, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can listen to us in all the places where you get podcasts. Um, And then coming up next, hold on. Let me cut to the spreadsheet here because I'm not sure if we were. Okay. So coming up next, because we took off a month, we are going to go right to Rise of the Lycans. We're going to go to the next Underworld. So that will be the next movie we cover. We're going to continue the Underworld saga. But... Until then, I am Adam. And I'm Melissa. And thanks for tuning in. 